0: Hi and welcome to Sweetman Podcast. This is Simon Sweetman and this is episode 37. Uh, This is a short little one and kind of a bonus, bit of bonus content for you. Um, I was lucky to sit down and have a chat with Robert Forster, he of uh, The Go-Betweens and author of the book Grant and I, which is uh, his memoir that talks about his life with Grant, the co-writer of all the great go Between songs and, and his best friend from school age. So... Robert was in town for a couple of Wellington shows a book launch at Slowboat, and then a a gig the next night at San Fran and um, yeah I only had half an hour with him and we were sitting in a pub so you'll hear a bit of background noise but it was pretty cool to sit down and have a chat with this guy he's been a hero of mine for a while and we got to talk about um, his new album and his book and Various go-between stories, including the fact that I was at the last ever go-between show, so that was kind of a fun thing to be able to share with him and talk about, um, get his feelings on that show and, and, um, and just sort of where he's at with his life now. So, as I say, it's just 25, 30 minutes of me talking with him in the Southern Cross in Wellington. So a bit of background noise, bit of outdoor ambience, but uh didn't want to miss this opportunity to have a chat with with, with uh, a, a great songwriter, a great musician and, and, and a hero. So um, Sweetman Podcast brought to you by Fanta Bill Stickers, Lafare and Yeasty Boys. And this little chat is me with Robert Forster of The go Between's. Dance signal. Wait for changes and. Yeah, I guess the the, the book is the uh, the main thing that I wanted to talk to you about, just in terms of. uh, Sure. um, Just in terms of uh, the decision to write it, how long you you lived with it. and Obviously, you lived with parts of the book your whole life. And then there's, um, I guess, um, there's 10 years since Grant passed, so uh, there's that. but, But when did the book become a thing you were going to do? Well, the day after um,
1: Grant died uh, was when I had a fair idea I was going to do this. Yeah. Uh, It took me about... uh, Thank you. uh, About two two years to start. Thank you kindly. Um, Because I was... um, I had things to do, you know. Like, I couldn't just start it straight away. I had... uh, Also, I didn't want to start it two days after Grant died Yeah. so it took me about uh, a good two years before I started on it Uh, and then I worked fairly consistently on it for about seven
0: years Wow Now you, I mean you'd published a book and you'd published, uh, which is made up of lots of different little pieces of writing and you'd obviously done some other writing so you were no stranger to writing outside of songwriting um was it... Do you think you were always going to write some sort of history of the bad? Or was it very much, you know, Grant's death? No. Makes you... Obviously write
1: yeah, the particular yeah, no, book you wrote. No, yeah, no, it was. I, I, I wouldn't have done this book if Grant had it still been alive. Right. Um, no. Um, I'm... Writing, strange enough, a more straight version of the band's life through... There's a, um, a box set that came out about two years ago, about a year ago, um, called um, G Stands for Goverson, yes. Volume 1. And I wrote the sleeve notes for that, so which is sort of detailing the band's history. And, and I'll be some stage, starting, volume two, which would be 1985 to 1989. Uh, so there's a sense that uh, I'm writing that that, his, that band's history as well. History as well, mm. but that's a, a very, very different to the book. You know, yeah. it's it's more a dry sleeve notes kind of style, yeah. as opposed to this, which is a fully blown, it's almost like novelistic at times. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is what Grant and I is.
0: Your, Yeah, Grant and I strikes me as a um, I mean, it's obviously a tribute to him and to your friendship, your partnership, your songwriting partnership, your bad years. Um, it's sort of very protective of that too. Very, you know, like preserving of it. Is that, is that a, I guess a fair thing to say, it, is that what you... Did preserving ha- what he meant I just think like you're preserving the memory for yourself as well as presenting to it to. Obviously, any of us get to read it, we get to eavesdrop in a sense, but no. it feels like you have created a book buckling snapshot of a moment in time that only you will really understand. Now that yeah, he's gone. it is. It is. Yeah. Um,
1: preserving's a good word. It was. There's a lot of things I thought that people didn't know. Mm which is in the book and I think on a grander scale the go betweens are still relatively unknown. Yeah. And so I wanted to tell that story, like an unknown story. And well that's what I that's what I I tried um, to do. So the book is quite personal. Yeah. As all books are, but it wasn't as if I was Writing Springsteen story, you know where everyone knows the highlights. Yeah, quite a lot yeah, about it. Yes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is not true.
0: With this, um, well, it, it, it strikes me as a book with a heavy heart. Oh yeah. And um, and and I think that's a nice thing. And I mean, you had in your other book you'd written about grants. Yeah, yeah, passing, yeah, yeah. You know already. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess in some sense you'd had some practice at that. yeah. yeah. You wanted to not necessarily repeat that, but also that must have helped you... Yeah, it did. ...form the ideas you were going to do this time. And,
1: yeah, and, it did, it yeah. did. Um, yeah, I
0: mean... I, um,
1: Writing that first piece which I wrote... for an Australian magazine called The Monthly... That's right. Um... It was a rough draft, it, it just showed what I could do. Mm. Um, And um, but the material was always at hand. I always knew that I could do it. It it, but it it was a whole other discipline. That's why it took seven years Mm. to actually write a book. It's an enormous undertaking, and so it doesn't surprise me that it took that long.
0: Mm. And this was—I mean, I was going to say—I guess the long break between solo albums for you is is largely because of writing the book.
1: Uh, no, no, um, the the album in a way could have come out, I had all the songs written, I made an album in 2007 called The Evangelist, Evangelist yeah. which is a, which is sort of, I did after Grant died, which put off the starting of the writing of the book, I had to make that album, yeah. um, and really I wrote most of the songs for songs to play by about 2011. Um, and, uh, then various things happened. Um, I, I, I had a, another year of hepatitis D treatment. I, have, I was working on the the liner notes for and the GOAT twins one which took about two years. So, and then it was always, well, don't put your album out before you put out the box set. So all these sort of hurdles suddenly came up. I, I could have done the album a couple of years before. Um, but the, the the treatment and the uh, the box set pushed it back a couple of years.
0: Mm-hmm. The other thing I was, you, you sort of, when you mentioned Hep C there, it made me think, one of the things in the book is, the book isn't so much a sex, drugs and rock and roll book but it's a, a book more about perhaps the tension from all of those three things without yeah, yeah. ever explicitly getting into yeah. those three obviously we're talking about music I don't yeah. know that the go-betweens were ever a rock and roll band yeah. but you're sort of informed by it in terms yeah. of you guys were both voracious listeners mm-hmm. uh, is it you know is that a fair thing to say, that the, the book is more about the sort of tension around those three things, sex, drugs and rock and roll, um, than, than actually being about those three things?
1: It is, it is. It's not a, um, it's not a
0: conventional story, rock on story,
1: but then the go-betweens weren't a conventional rock and no, roll No, that's right, yeah. Um, and so the... Uh, so they come up in, in different ways. You know, there, there is this tension as you talk about it, yeah. is, is there. Uh, um, I can only put it down to, as I said, it's more the, the nature of the
0: band, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, Someone might seem to me um, that the go-betweens were one of the best Australian bands and one of the least representative of what the Australian band is, like, right. that you don't fit into the mold of. No. In a country that's made a lot of great music.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's part of the fact that we come from, I find it, it's probably the same in New Zealand. I find it astonishing how much a town or a city Forms a band, mm. and and and, and, a, and a sound comes up around that city. Mm. Um, um, to me, like, um, and people, you know, like, especially when you're in Europe or you know, United States, talk about you know Australian music and Australian sound, and it's like,
0: wow, I don't see that, you know, yeah. like it's it's a lot more splintered. Um, yeah, like you mentioned the Triffids in the book a few times, and I was going to say they're, they're, they're more a great West Australian band yeah, than a great are. Australian band, and possibly yeah. the Drones, more modern, is another yeah, example yeah. of that.
1: Yeah, and, you know, the, all those bands like the around the Birthday Party in Melbourne yeah. or around, you know, Sydney has a particular sound. Yes. Um, and um, maybe it's because, we, you know, like we're from Brisbane, so we're a little bit off the... the uh, the map, especially yeah, yeah. especially back then, um, where Australia was, a, where, where Brisbane was a lot more isolated um, than it is now, with uh, well just cheaper air travel and the internet, you know, uh, all those all of those barriers. Yeah. Um, but it it really did feel for a long time, especially like in the 70s when we started a long way away. Um, and, and a lot of the band's aesthetic was built in those years, which may, which you know, I guess makes us unusual in a way.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you, you talk about the the go between, the story not being so well known that people still finding out about it. I, I sort of arrived at the band, I guess, because of my age. I the first album I heard was Friends of Rachel Worth, so oh, I yeah. I actually worked through the whole oh, second phase of yeah. the go betweens before right. it was a name I knew. Yeah. But then, you know, yeah. then I went yeah. backwards. Uh, and then I read, was it, is it David Nichols's book? Oh, right. Yeah, then I read his book that sort of told me that Grant was introverted and did it, you know, yeah. and that you explained it's all of that so puzzle. So, you know, yeah. I'm still finding out things about this band that yes. I've actually listened to for, you know, coming up yeah, 20 yeah. years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that, I mean, that last show... In Sydney, that last publisher. show, I was really happy with. You know, oh, it was
0: wonderful, and and it was. I was on my honeymoon. I made my oh, wow. brand new honeymooning wife <laughs> come All to right. the show oh, with God. me because it was. She, I hope she found. She it. loved it. Oh good. Uh, <laughs> we just wanted to do something that was. Uh, uh, you know, we'd been up the coast, we'd been up such a coast, and we wanted to, oh, right. we went to Sydney and we landed the day of that show. And I had oh, got a friend to organise us tickets. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, that was our arts festival experience as, you know, the second part of our honeymoon. Right, great. Uh, wow. So it was very special.
1: That's a, Very that's, special to me. That, that's amazing, to
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But I love that. Show. Let's talk about that show because I thought it was uh, a, yeah, it an was amazing really show.
1: It was really good. And, and it's so meaningful now that we, we, we did that ramble through. Our whole career, yeah, um, and a lot of talking. Um, it was a good way to finish, just him and I, you know, like
0: yes. in, in that way. And you sort of bookended it with you guys starting, and then a couple of, memory, a couple of instrumentalists, and then yeah. past members, yeah, new members, and then yeah. back to you guys, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was so incri- it had this real arc, yeah, yeah, no, it was incredible. And it was you a- told a very good story about. Um, is it Mark Hunter from Dragon? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, Mark Hunter. Yeah, no. no yeah, about um, um, seeing Mark Hunter. Yes. Um, and how how he looked fantastic. He, he, <laughs> he
0: looked like a rock star at 10 yeah, in the it, morning.
1: It, it was. It was. It, it was <laughs> I got lessons from. He looked fantastic with the early 80s. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so, yeah, seeing him
0: on the stream... Um, I think you mentioned Tim Finn in that show, too, actually. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. He took ends briefly, so... Yeah. My, my Kiwi is pricked yeah, up to No, no, things, no, so. no. Um,
1: we, we might play Callum Kane if we yes. mentioned Tim Finn. Yes, you did. Um, so, yeah, no, a good, a good last show.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so, you guys did... Quite a bit of solo stuff in between, yeah. in between bands. How and I know Dave Dobbin produced a couple of Grant's records, and, 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 and I've met Dave a couple of times, and I've talked to him a, a little uh, bit about uh, that. Uh, um, how and you, in the book you sort of indicate that you guys were, sh- I guess, competitive but sharing songs or sharing. Uh, you know, an understanding of what you were doing. Yeah. Did that did that continue right through the solo years? Were you Yeah, yeah, it did yeah, yeah. We, we were very each other's best sort of next year. Uh, no, not... not really. I think I think we, we very much enjoyed working by ourselves. Yeah. Uh, no but I mean with a finished product. Like did it mean a lot for you to get feedback from him? Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. But we, we didn't talk much about Um,
1: We would meet up and not necessarily talk about music so much, but a lot of other things. Um, The friendship was really formed before we started making music. So it could go back to that time when music wasn't involved. Mm. It wasn't like we met, and we were both musicians, and we'd both been in bands, and somehow we uh, started our own band. It wasn't like that at all it was a very unconventional start you know, we were friends for two and a half years and then I, I had to teach him I taught him to play bass mm. to my songs so we, we could always go back to that place of that first two and a half years
0: mm. where music wasn't involved um, People have talked a lot about grads and I, I think I got some of this from, from when I spoke with Dave Dolman about Grant's um, uh, depression, introspection Yeah um, and in the context of the friendship, how quickly were you aware of that, or was that something that was bored of being a musician? Um, well, I mean, or just enhanced from that. Well, I think I think where, where Dave
1: came into the Grant's life uh, in in the very 1991, 92 was was granted a real low and. Uh, with the breakup of the go the Twins in 89 and the splitting up of his relationship with Amanda. Yes. That just completely uh, uh, overwhelmed Grant and and it influences a lot of the material that Dave would have been working on, you know.
0: And it would have been an interesting time. I don't know how aware of this you are, but probably, in a way, quite a low point for Dave in terms yeah. of... Uh, his solo career had started and then stumbled. Yeah. He was without a band. He yeah. was trying to make it an Australian yeah. but couldn't couldn't no. get noticed. Yeah. So I think like maybe him taking that role Yeah. I, I certainly think that helped him then with his projects. Right, yeah, you know, yeah. It gave him a a, a window outside yeah. of
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, A no. new lens. Yeah, lens. yeah. No, 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 definitely. Um, but then, you know, like Grant I think artistically was in really great shape, but I, I think emotionally uh, he, he was not in great shape. Right. Um, it was a real, it's a real turn, turning point, you know, the, the breakup of the band. You know, Grant in the 80s was a, was a different creature in my memory to Grant
0: in the 90s. Right. Um, yeah, and you in the book. I felt the you wrote very tenderly of the breaking up of the bed. It, 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 it felt like, and I mean, this analogy is always used with songwriters. It felt like the breaking up of a couple, a married uh, couple. You know, yeah. it, it, very much in the way you tell it that. It's even more methodical. It's sort of, uh, you know, it's like the splitting up of an apartment. Yeah. These things are going to go here. Very amicable. We'll yeah. will speak because of the children. Yeah, That's sure. sort of how it comes across in the book.
1: Right. Um, what well, between Grant and I? Yeah. I think um, so. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, it it was. I mean, the idea was for us to, you know, to, him and I to continue. Yes. Um, and then it didn't because he wanted to make a solo album. Um, but. I think there was a part of us that, that was ready to leave the idea of being in a rock band. I, I just think at, at 32, after 11 years of the Go-Betweens, six albums in you know, eight years, yeah. we were ready to, to, to put the band to bed. Yeah. Uh, and also the idea of being in a rock band. Um, uh, which I think was why we wanted initially, although it didn't happen. Only lasted this only lasted about a month. You know, restarted as an acoustic duo. Yes. Um, you know, um, that was something that we definitely wanted to, to do, and but then that didn't happen. But I, I think that um, it was it was the right time. It, it was what what we wanted to do. So I don't think there was any great bitterness there between Grant and I at all, you know, mm. Oceans Apart was a strong, very strong final yeah. statement, um, and and The Evangelist is very much related to that, I think Songs to Play is, is more by itself, um, and, and I'm very proud of that album, um, I, a wonderful record. yeah, no, I've, I really just sort of feel like... Uh, And I I think that's what I wanted to do was, although I said to you earlier in the interview that I wanted it to be recorded a few years before, I wanted time to go by. I I sort of finished The Evangelist and I I just thought, I don't want to make an album for four or five years because I just want everyone to just go, that's over. You know, like the, The Evangelist in a way belongs in its own time, but goes back to the um, oceans apart part of it I just wanted to just go mm. whatever happens now is is more on its own it's another chapter mm. and uh, I'm you know like when I play you know I, I, I know that people want to hear a variety of, I've been in New Zealand in over 10 years so I know that people want to play a variety of material but you know it's hard to, you know to not play more songs to play songs, because they're so strong. Yeah.
0: You have uh, uh, crossed into that area where you are part of the critical conversations from the other side. You have you have written critically about a range of things. I right. old add new records. Yeah. Does that change your perspective to your that Do you read reviews of your work now differently to how you did? Do you never read them? You, you no, no, it,
1: no, it hasn't.
0: Or changed. even just your own listening to your own record. No,
1: it hasn't changed. I, I sort of had that sensibility all the time. Yeah. You know, I think uh, when when I was uh, all the way through my when I was twenty, I sort of thought that way. I was quite um, analytical. Yes. You know, I, I was. Um, the
0: book gives us these seeds of literature music all the way through too
1: and it was always like that I was I was always someone who was articulate about music you know like there's a lot of musicians and, and you know um, you know um, this is not a criticism you know more power to them who go oh I can't talk about music yeah, you know yeah. it's in the air it's a feeling yeah. you know like I can't even verbalise it Uh oh, which to me always sounds like, like a little bit of a wall, you know, uh, and a little bit of a put-on, but still, I respect it, but I um, I was always in my own mind, in my own head, and just with people that I knew, and just the way I felt, I, I was verbal about it, you know, like I think about it, and... and and what a record was doing and why I liked it. I was analytical, just in my own head. Yeah. Uh, so stepping into criticism and writing like that was, was... I had to learn the art of it,
0: but it was fairly uh, easy. Yeah, yeah. And what are your thoughts on pursuing, continuing to pursue that at a, at a time when uh, we're all told, I'm faced with it all the time, we're all told that the critic doesn't matter anymore, that people can... Can find this information themselves. Oh, uh, uh, I don't right. We still need gatekeepers, right? We still need yeah, taste makers. Yeah. What do you want to call them? Uh, yeah, well, voices, voices we hear, voices yeah, yeah, we trust. Yeah. yeah, I think. I think.
1: uh I think that's nonsense. Yeah. I think that. uh I think if, if anything, you know, like I think critics are even more important if you've got your own voice and you know what you're talking about. And I, th- I, th- I think if someone could just go, that person you know, I, I turn to, uh, I think it's, it's great. I, I, I don't think it. otherwise it's just a great big wash.
0: Will you keep your head in as being one of those people that does that though? Maybe not.
1: Occasionally, yeah. I, I do enjoy it. It's yeah. I'll go to a show occasion. I think, you know, a whole lot of ideas will come, and I just think I can just put this on paper. I did that for eight years too. I just sort of feel like, yeah. But
0: the odd thing, if someone I could. It's always that's, a possibility. It's longer than both separate stints of the band. I know, <laughs> isn't I know. it? of luck for the show. Is it, oh, thank you. You know, really, it's um, the book launch because tonight uh, is uh, the actual it, book launch, isn't there? it? It amazing. is, it is, it is. I, I know I'm very much looking forward to being, I don't know how many people are going to be there. I'm hoping 15. Right, that's the key number or that's just what, that's enough to make it work or any more than that is scary or No, 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 less than that is scary Right, so Uh, it becomes embarrassing or worrying if it's less than 15 It's got to be more than 15 Right. Do you think I'll get more than 15? I I think you'll get more than 15 Look, there's five staff in the shop so we we only need 10 uh, We can always grab them off the street Yeah, exactly No, no, I think you'll go very well Oh, thank you This town is